welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal podcast. Today today is my good friend, Mr. Greg Moe. Last week we talked about an arrow and how he impaled his wagon and all that for the second time because people were um, wondering about how that happened. So we had to re, uh, we had to do an episode and answer all their questions that we were getting calls and about. So how are you doing, Greg? I'm doing just fine, Brad. How are you doing on the other side there? All right. And today we're going to talk about COVID and the disabled, right? I think and all affects the disabled. Uh, COVID, yeah, the effects of COVID, uh, COVID on those living with a disability. Yes. How, uh, it challenges uh, kind of COVID in general, I think we'll touch on. Yes, and how it may affect them uh, sometimes not only physically, but mentally. You know, so... Well, I suppose what would be some of the mental challenges, you know, from being shut in for month after month after month, if you have that disability that allows you to kind of have to be shut in? Well, it's, it's almost like being under house arrest in a sense. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah, if uh, that's the situation, then yeah, that would be like house arrest. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and then you hear all the cases around all over the country, all over the world, you know, like, uh, what is it now in America? 200-something uh, thousand uh, Americans died? Yep, it's been uh, quite a uh, conundrum here in the United States as well. Seems to kind of go down and then go up, and you're not really sure what's going on, to be honest with you. Yeah, and, and uh, really, to be honest, uh, you know, it's, um, I don't know what wave we're in. I don't, you know, they keep saying we're in, we have another wave. Yeah. I mean, the other day I just had a flu shot, you know, because they said you better get a flu shot. So I went and got a flu shot. Yeah, I uh, did too. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, that, hopefully that works well. But um, well, it definitely has been an up and down. Speaking for the United States, I mean, kind of the situation here in the United States for you overseas listeners is that we've had, it really has been an up and down thing. It's been like, you know, the numbers are looking good. They're better than since March. And then all of a sudden there's these uh, occurrences and these upward trends. And so you hear things kind of like they're changing all of the, uh, in the United States, the number of cases I think is kind of stabilizing kind of from what I've seen. So there are a lot of cases, there are a lot of uh, cities uh, still in lockdown, uh, such as. 
New York has a lockdown for indoor eating. California, I don't think there's really any indoor eating. So all those restaurants are all shut down. So and bars too, correct or no? And, yeah, and bars. So that's shutting a lot of the portion down of the economy there. So uh, whether it's a little overreactive or whether it's for caution, it seems like um, a lot of these restaurants are going to have to start opening, Brad, and allowing at least limited indoor capacity in some of these states. Otherwise, those businesses are going to go belly up. Yeah, that could happen. Um, I know that North Dakota and South Dakota are, uh, and, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, I think it's maybe Nebraska or some, but I know North Dakota and South Dakota are, are, are in a, are considered hot spots right now. So, oh, okay. You know, so. And, and so those were spots that weren't, South Dakota really uh, never did shut down, you know. They never shut down no, at all. No, not No, and they turned out just fine. They kept their economy going. They didn't shut it down. And they didn't yeah. do any worse than, than uh, the economies that shut down. Right. So but, I don't know what the deal is there, but and we haven't we haven't really shut down either as far as Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh telehealth, which is common here in the United States, which is electronic visits by you know, by a by a Zoom type medium that you can visit with your doctor now. Yep. During COVID, uh people that are high risk and cannot go out and other people that uh, cannot go in because for a while it was just televisits and that's very effective way of doctoring. When they can, when they can do a checkup, they don't do that because then they take your blood and you need to weigh you and all that stuff. So. Well, yeah, if you're doing a physical, but you know, yeah. that's, yeah. Well, anyway, that's kind of how it's been going in the United States. Now, from what I understand, uh, perhaps, Brad, I could go over some of the international trends. Okay, you have that? You have some of that? You know some of that information? So go ahead. All right. Yeah. Uh, countries, here's an example. And, uh, South Korea shut down first, and so they were fine. But they started to open up too early, and then they got, a huge rise in cases, so they had to shut down again. And so now they're kind of trending where they're kind of opening up some businesses. So Japan, they're still pretty much in lockdown. Um, it's been a hard uh, haul over there. Uh, Australia uh, also locked down early and was able to fight it. Uh, then was uh, stricken with the uh, increase in cases and had to do another shutdown. So they're still in lockdown in Australia right now. New Zealand, uh, kind of similar. Um, so it's uh, different uh, different uh, globally, but it's Israel. They're still shut down. They're not even going into the office for office workers. So much of the world is still pretty much shut down, Brad. How about Canada? Canada doesn't really have any real issues with it. Oh, no. I wonder what makes them so special. Probably because nobody goes into Canada from outside. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. No offense to 
to the Canadians at all. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. I fish up there, so. That's smart, I guess. You know, but it's amazing. You know, I have a, we both have a friend over in Canada that, that told us to get a, or she put it in her poop in the group so she can come over and visit. Mm-hmm. So, well, so that would be that's what we're trying to do. Hopefully, you know, well, I don't think it'll leave because it's gonna get cold in North Dakota. I don't. Like, I think we that'll be here to stay, just like the flu. We'll just have to get vaccinated every year, but you know. Well, that's uh, Miss Tennille Bolt from the Rad Society, the Recreation Adapted Society. We had a yes. podcast with her about a about four sessions back here, something like that. You can check it out on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal podcast. It's available on Apple, on um, iHeart, on Stitcher, on Spotify, Google. Yep. And did I hit them all? I believe you did. You did really well. All right. Well, thanks for that little ad there. Yep. So that would be fun to have her in. Yeah, indeed. Because uh, we'll have to get her back again. Maybe in October sometime. Yeah, we're going to get Tennille Bolt back again in October when she has a little bit more time. Like I, like you guys had heard, she's a jet setter. She's never standing still. She never sleeps. So hard person to corral, but we hope to get her again as well. So and then we could ask her about the COVID situation up in Canada. So, yeah. But she told us, she goes, whenever you guys get your poop in a group down in the U.S., I'll think about it. Yep, that's what she said. But you want to think I'm there first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Brad and Greg would have to go up to the Great White North and visit Canada then as part of our, we could bring our podcast show on the road, Brad, up to Canada. Yeah, then she could be in the moderator. How about that? Hey, you got lots of good ideas, Brad. Well, you I don't care what they say. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, um, she's a very, very talented and smart person. She knows what she wants. She usually gets it. Yeah, Canada is one of the countries that don't that have very, very little cases. Of, you know, maybe what. Not very many. So Okay. All right. So you know, so they they're very lucky. I wish we would have uh, I wish we would have figured out a way to to lessen the burden here, but uh, you know, I don't know I don't know if we can we can't mandate that everybody wears a mask. I mean I mean I I know there, I saw some uh, illustrations on TV where, where it showed if you're wearing a mask, you know, this, you know, this first so far, if you're wearing a, a full face mask or whatever, and that covers the nose and the mouth, you know, that you put on your neck. Yeah, yeah. So, far. so you know, it does help a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying it's 100%, nothing's 100% perfect. But when you're in crowds, well, is this the first airborne? Is this another first airborne uh, illness? Is it no? Oh no! But you know, 
it doesn't hurt to wear one, you know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't. You're not going to hurt anything by wearing one. I tell you what, Greg, they got. They got. I'm sure they have a Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, that matches your hat. I'm sure they got a mask that you can wear. You would look great in style with your hat. Hey, wait a minute. I need to get a Kansas City Chiefs mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you should. Well, how do you think uh, life is different for somebody, say, that's shut in because of COVID? Whether they have a disability or whether uh, they're just aged, kind of which is the same thing. You know, aging is the same disability right. as, uh, you know, spinal cord injury or anything else, you know? Well, I think, I think you know, I think a lot of times because you're in a wheelchair, they think, oh, you're, you're in a classification where uh, you're, uh, you're not physically able to fight it off, you know. Yeah. Then a so-called able-bodied person. And that's, you know, so they put everybody that's, that's in a wheelchair or spinal cord injury in that, you know, that's in a wheelchair in that category. And sometimes, uh, you know, is it fair? Not always, but you know, it's amazing we we get all come together as as one group. You know, we're the we're the weakest uh, sect, so that you know we're the handicap. So you know, so they stick everybody in one group. You know, it's it's too bad. It really is, but whatever. I think this is really going to happen. We'll get we'll get a, We'll get a vaccine, but I think it'll be something in June and July when they'll do us, the people in wheelchairs. So you think by saying that that uh, that people they look at people in wheelchairs as being weaker or more susceptible? Is that what you're saying, Brad? Yes. Yes. Well, I think that's a perception that's kind of hard to break, don't you? Yes. I- it's just like it's it's just like when they look at us, you know. Remember the old sayings: uh, when you first meet somebody, that you know, your first impression is the most important. Yeah. But when they see a guy in a wheelchair, they look at the chair. They don't look at the person in the. In other words, they don't look at the they don't they don't look at the book cover, but they don't look at the pages. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, I think that's more normal in society, don't you? A normal yeah. reaction? Yeah, but I'm just saying. It's not I mean, an aware reaction, but. No, I'm just saying because a lot of people think we're not, you know. Not strong physically wise? Yeah, or mentally sometimes. Oh, sure. I mean, like our our, our friend uh, Tanel um, told us, what she tell us? Her, her her goal is to get rid of the um, the symbol of the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. And to use her. We we yeah we we're people too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're, you know, get rid of the chair. I mean, who, 
who needs who needs a wheelchair on a parking sign? Just have it handicapped. Uh, just say handicap parking. Yep, just say handicap. You don't need a symbol on your bumper by the window or on your license plate. Just put handicapped. Just like they do for the National Guard. If you're in the National Guard, you get a license plate, right? It's the North Dakota National Guard. Why don't they just put handicapped? Why do they have to put the, the wheelchair in there? I guess it was adopted as the universal symbol for handicap, where anywhere in the world you could go on any country on the globe, and if you see that sign, you know what it means. Yeah, but can people read? Well, you, you, never, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Well, if I'm in an airport or something over in Seoul, South Korea, which I have been, have been known to be in, and I'm looking for the handicap, whatever it might be, I'm scanning for that symbol. Yeah, I can see your point, I guess. But you I understand know? yours too. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, so. And then why why do we have to let people know that we got in the truck is handicapped? I mean, what's that? I mean, when you get a handicapped license plate, everybody everybody knows that you're driving a special needs person or has a special needs vehicle. You know, yeah. they all look at, you know it's weird. Yeah, I suppose there's that. Yeah. Because some of them people that got the clapper can still walk. Oh yeah, they can't walk it. They can't walk as far. Yeah, it could be any number of things. But they can still walk, walk into the store and get on the scooter and, and drive. You know what I mean? I still so, go back to I think it's anyway, the symbol, the universal symbol. Yeah, maybe you could, maybe maybe the universal symbol could be changed to a uh, a blue H. That'd be a hospital. How about a, a blue uh, HC? EC. HC, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're a pretty bright guy. Living with the, the COVID deal, I think it's really tough on people who are shut in because it's a whole new way of your daily activities, such as how am I going to get groceries? How am I going to get my hair cut? How am I going to get my medication? You know, things of that nature. And, uh, handicapped people are, most of them are pretty, uh, I mean, at least I am, I'm pretty uh, social. I mean, I talk to you at least once or twice a day, Greg, you know, and call each other at least once or twice a day. Oh, you know? yeah, communication is definitely yeah. a good thing yeah, to have I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm, during the, uh, the pandemic. Yep. Because if you uh, set yourself up, then it, then it uh, plays with your mind, I think. Yeah, it's never good to be completely shut off. So that certainly type of... Um, and if you don't have somebody to go get your groceries, you're having, you're having to order them online or call over the phone. Yep. And have them bring them to you. Exactly. So... I mean, that's the new normal for or for ordering groceries nowadays. Exactly. I order them and have them brought right to my door. Yeah. Is it just as cheap? 
Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yep. Yeah, Google's do that here in Jamestown. Yeah, costs a couple bucks, but saves me all the time to go out and shop and then come back and unload them all myself in a wheelchair. And I think Walmart does it too. So, because I can fit six grocery bags on the uh, on my wheelchair. Because mm-hmm. what I do is I use the armrest. Yeah. And I flip it around so it's sticking out. Yeah. And then I load my bags on there, my grocery bags, and then I kind of kind of uh pull it in a little bit so it stays a little bit. And there's old Greg heading down the heading <laughs> up the ramp with six grocery bags on the back of his wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I have to say I'm when I'm rolling up that roller ramp, sometimes I hear a bag crash. So sometimes I gotta I gotta go retrieve one of them, but yep. But you know, but you know, uh, this whole pandemic stuff. You know, it's you know, it's some stu- tough stuff. You know, respiratory issues really must have a lot of trouble. So, yeah, well, I'm sure it'll pass, Brad. It all do- it always does. So it's. Just got to bear with it, and, you know, if you get it, you get it. I mean, most people, 97% of people that get it are going to be just fine if they get it anyway. Yeah, and people that already have it don't even know it sometimes. Well, and the 3% that that uh, know they have it really bad are the ones that have th- over three underlying conditions, Brad, you know. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have some, but... I- you know, it hasn't been millions. It's been most, mostly vulnerable uh, population. So, yep, it's hit nursing homes hard and stuff like that. I suppose. Yeah, indeed. Well, we've covered a lot of information today, Brad. So, uh, do you have any any thoughts that you could add? Or, well, I'd like to I'd like to say that if anybody has any ideas, contact me at. My email address and uh, is bgmarborough at gmail.com. And we'll take a look at the topic and see what we can come up with. And the phone number also is 701-252-8560. 701-252-8560, right, Brad? Correct. All right. People can get a hold of them that way, too, to... Just talk about ideas, talk about the podcast, talk about your personal situation. You know, we like to hear that too. So do you want Brad to come over and and, uh, and do a speaking engagement or something uh, from anywhere, really? Just go ahead and inquire. Brad will just take it under advisement. Yeah, because we, uh, we just, the other day we just got a call from other countries, so. Um, yeah, yeah, we got a- so it was kind of cool, and they want me to come over there and speak. And but uh, yeah, he's uh, got a speaking engagement when things uh, like up here already and outside the United States. So yep. So we'll we'll um, see what happens. God willing, and if everything goes good, I know I have to go to Canada, and I know I have to go to um, somewhere in New Ireland. So we'll see somewhere where. Ireland. Oh, sure. Ireland. Yeah. yeah. So, folks, that's no slouch there. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, 
Well, it's nice to have a nice to have a request. Nice to actually have a request for speaking, right? Oh yes, because my my goal in life is to educate as many many young uh, many young of the population they can. Um, Because you never know, you never know what kind of questions a person is going to get. So if I can educate anybody, I'll do that. So that's one of the, I think that's one of the reasons why God put me on this earth is to educate people more, uh, tell them about my life story, my experiences and all that. So hopefully, hopefully it's, uh, It'll be very, very uh, interesting for them. I know when I meet, go to new places, it's very, it's a learning experience for me too. So, do you want to go ahead and sign off the podcast? Thank you for, for another episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal podcast. See you later, folks. All right. Thank you, now, Brad. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. Sponsored by Rolleramp, this podcast features Brad Gabrielson, who encourages everyone with a disability to live life to the fullest. Rolleramp is a global company based in North Dakota, dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. Special thanks to Dopey T for his original music. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.